Today, we're talking about something that we all love to avoid talking about, myself included, but you know what? We're taking it on today, and that's failure. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about how to deal with it and what you can learn from it. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there, welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler. For those of you who have not met me yet, I am a CEO, a podcaster, and full-time podcast production person because I have a company called Team Podcast, and we do podcast production for about 350 episodes every single month. And I see the back end, the behind the scenes of a lot of podcasts, as well as having this is now my fourth podcast. And uh, I've made over a million dollars from podcasting, and it's completely changed my life. And I live on an island, and I want you to have the same lifestyle freedom from your podcast. And part of the reason I do this show is because I've seen way too many clients, friends, and others who have not actually made any money from their podcast because they didn't set it up to make money. So I'm here to help you stop not setting it up right and to start setting it up right so you can make money from your podcast. So today I wanted to talk to you about something that I see very frequently when I am in uh, with my mastermind people. I am pay thousands of dollars each month to be in a couple of high level masterminds with people who are brilliant and geniuses at what they do. And it's all about marketing because for me, That is what most podcasters are missing. They're missing the marketing aspect of it. And marketing covers a lot of different things. It's absolutely not social media marketing, um, which to me is very low value. And so we don't focus a lot on like, you know, strategies for Facebook to get grow your downloads and things like that, because in a lot of ways, it's just too much effort for the return. But one of the things that I see over and over again with podcasters is that we try something timidly once with a lot of hesitancy and we never ever do it the second time if we don't get the response we want the first time. Now, it's the equivalent if you think about YouTube and videos and things like that. If you're making videos every single week and your only goal is for the video to go viral, like you're going to have to make a lot of videos. (laughs) You may have a lifetime worth of videos that never go viral. You might have one that you create and seven years later, somehow it gets picked up by something and all of a sudden it goes viral seven or eight years later. That's what happens a lot with virality of videos. But what happens many times with podcasters is we, especially when I talk to people, I say, have you tried this? Have you done that? Have you done the other thing? And what happens is they say, yes, I tried it and it didn't work. I tried it. My audience doesn't like to be sold to. I tried it and I don't want to piss off my audience. And I didn't get a response from it. And what I want you to understand is that failure is not fatal. It's not final. It's not where you want to live with things. But failure is simply feedback. Everyone that's ever launched and had successful businesses in, with uh, marketing products or, you know, e-commerce or whatever, you have to launch a volume of funnels, of products and that sort of thing before you actually find some that take off and some that are worthwhile. 
And as podcasters, what we do is we put out content, we put out content, we put out content, we put out content. We look at our downloads and go, oh, people like me or, oh, no one's hearing me or, oh, what do I do to get more people to listen? But we don't actually make offers. And if we try to do something for our audience and we don't immediately get 30 people to sign up for it, we say it was a failure rather than saying, what can I improve? So if I have an offer or if I'm making an offer or if I have a funnel Like launching it is just the beginning, like launching it is just really the start of my tweaking process, because what happens is I might launch and find that the copy is not resonating with people or looking at my numbers from an ad campaign or something like that. I might find that my data indicates people are seeing the offer, but it's not compelling enough and they're not converting. So then I have to go back and I have to tweak some things. What could I tweak the copy? Could I tweak the headlines? Could I tweak the images? Could I, you know, what can you tweak in order to suddenly see a lift? And what you'll find is the best marketers in the world are always trying something. They're always getting one little tip. And it might be something as nuanced as when I'm on my webinar, when I show this slide, I used to show this first And I changed the order of things and now I show this first and my conversion rate went up by 5%. Like those are the kind of things that you live for as a marketer when you can make one little tweak. And so what happens is marketing becomes a game of testing things. Marketing becomes a game of throwing things out. And for those of us that love to fish, it's very much like fishing. We try different baits, we try different lures, we try different rigs, we try different fishing poles, we don't let people bring bananas on our boats, <laughs> we do, we abide by all the superstitions, we try different fishing spots, we try different fishing days, we try different lunar cycles, different tide patterns. We do all of those things so that we can maximize our yield when we go fishing because there's nothing worse than going and spending. on gas, $100 on bait, and going out and spending all day of your time fishing and coming back with an empty fish box. (laughs) That happens and it's not fun. Like nobody wants to talk about their fishing day whenever you have a day like that. And you don't want to do it again and again and again because it's just not fun. But what you want to do is you want to put everything you can possibly put in your favor in your corner. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today is that You might have tried some things. You might have tried a lead magnet. You might have tried one lead magnet and put it out there. You might have tried one Facebook ad campaign and not gotten what you wanted and said, well, you know what? It's not worth it. Facebook's not. And I'm not saying Facebook is the best advertising method. It just depends on what you're doing and where your audience is. But you might have tried one thing and not gotten the result you wanted. And instead of looking at it and saying, how can I optimize this? How can I change something? How can I test a new headline? How can I test a new offer? How can I add something to my offer to make sure that it gets a better response next time? And what you'll find is, like, for example, if you are a target audience of um, a demographic on Facebook, you get ads coming to you, right? You see ads in your Facebook feed all the time. And that's because somehow you've showed up as a desirable audience, as an ideal customer for that particular product. And you can do a lot of reconnaissance and looking at things or looking behind the scenes at things by simply looking at comments on those Facebook ads. 
by actually going to their links and visiting what landing pages they have set up and looking at things and seeing what people are saying about their product or what how it, it hits or it misses or whatever. There's a lot of feedback. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of Internet trolls out there, and it's easy to be one whenever you have nothing at stake. And it's just all you do is sit around and get your jollies from poking holes or trolling everyone else. I mean, that's a legitimate thing that people do. I don't know what part of their psyche it feeds, but um, somehow there's a hole inside of them that is filled by trolling people on Facebook or Instagram or wherever the social media channel is, YouTube, whatever it is. That happens. But here's the thing. There are legitimate reasons why and even the if you have a successful ad campaign like there are legitimate things that make a campaign successful there are legitimate things that make a course successful you know there's definitely some things within your control there are there are legitimate things that make podcasts successful right we know like how you name your podcast and how you conduct your podcast like some of those things can impact its success But if you don't know that and you just put something out and you never try to tweak and you never try to improve and you never try to get feedback, then what happens is you end up taking that first rejection or that first failure as a final verdict on what you're doing and you begin letting it feed those internal beliefs you have of, see, I knew nobody would buy this. See, I knew people wouldn't listen to me. You know, they've always said, no, everybody... And my family always said that I wouldn't amount to anything. And see, here it is. I'm launching just one more thing, trying to make a go of it. And nobody's paying attention. And why, why, why? And, you know, whatever your internal tape says. But in reality, as a marketer or as somebody who tests offers and puts out offers all the time, like I want to put things out as quickly as possible so that I can begin getting feedback on them. So that I can begin seeing, is this converting or is it not converting? And launching something is honestly just the beginning. Because even if I launch something and I have a conversion rate that is within the ranges that people say is acceptable or average or normal or whatever, like if I can improve that by one or two or three or four percent, I could completely change my financial situation. I could completely change my profit margins by making my ads more successful or making my campaigns more successful or building a funnel that's going to continue to be optimized in a way to capture more conversions. And so I don't want us to continue running from this thing called failure. A lot of times podcasts fail and then a podcaster's like, "Mm, I'm going to start a new one. Sometimes they don't learn the same lesson. They don't learn the lessons of the first one to apply and they make the same mistakes with the second one. But eventually they make improvements or figure things out and either they do another one and then that fails too and they do another one and they do another one and they get more experience and they figure out what's going on. But I want you to understand that if you've tried something and you've done it one time, one iteration, you don't have enough data to pronounce a verdict on it. It would be like going to your doctor and complaining about a multitude of symptoms, and he runs one test and says, mm, this is either what you have or don't have, and that's the end of it. You wouldn't feel like he did a very good job if he just pronounced a verdict after one simple test. And that's all you're doing is you're putting out one test. And when you put it out, you want feedback so you can create iterations of it that are improvement on the offers that you made, that are improvements on the copy that you put out there, that are improvements on whatever Uh, maybe it's your funnel process. Like these are all things that it's, and I'll be honest with you, as someone like me, who's an extreme introvert and who 
doesn't like to put myself out there to be the face of my brand. And I'm not looking for fame and fortune or internet notoriety. I'm just looking to try to get my word out and get my passion out, which is helping podcasters monetize their show so they can have the same lifestyle freedom that I have. And so that's my mission and my passion. So I don't really want to be, you know, some internet famous person. So it's hard for people like me to put something out there and feel rejected by it because it goes to validate all the things that I think about myself in my in the worst way you think about yourself. And I understand that there are some self-sabotaging behaviors that I can have and you can have. And part of that is why I have accountability for things, because I need people to force me to take action and to force me to pull the trigger on things that I know I need to be doing for my business. Because if I don't, you know, pay people to force me to make the right decisions about my business, if I don't, I'm going to never live up to the potential that we should have. And I'm never going to reach all the people that I want to reach. I'm never going to help all the people I want to help. You probably have the same passion and mission for your podcast. And you've probably got some offers out there that you would love to put out. And you've got some funnels that you need to build. And you've got this, that, and the other thing that you want to do. And something holds you back. Please, you need the failures to get the feedback that you need. You need to have the feedback to continue to iterate. Some of you know I'm in Russell Brunson's mastermind, and Russell talks all the time about, you know, he's the, he's the funnel guy. He's the ClickFunnels founder. He's got a, built his company from zero to over a, a billion dollars in valuation without ever taking on outside capital. And it's just been a, you know, complete unicorn as far as what he's done with his company. But I was uh, in a meeting with him. We had a, a funnel hackathon these but beginning of this week, and he was talking about the funnels that he built, and he built like 117 funnels and put them out there before he finally hit on the right thing. And his whole thought process is, I need to learn how to sell this. I need to learn what is going to be the thing that resonates with people that are going to make them pull the trigger. And that's what people like me need to hear, because it's not going to be one funnel that I'm going to put out there. It's going to be I need to, you know, if I'm going doing one funnel a quarter, then I probably need to do two funnels a quarter or I need to keep tweaking what I'm doing to put out more and more and more things in order to be successful. If you don't put things out there and don't take the feedback and don't do what you need to do, I mean, I would say give yourself a really long runway as far as time. I'll give you an example. And this is a piece of advice that Russell has given us that I'm getting ready to implement. And you'll be, you'll be hearing more about it later. But his uh, thing is, if you need to do a webinar to sell your products, he says do a live webinar every single week for a year. And by that time, you will have gotten really good at your pitch and your offer. You've gotten a lot of feedback from comments of people that bought and didn't buy and figure out what you need to do to knock down those objections, knock down those external and internal beliefs that people have about why your product is not right for them. And the more you become a student of that and the more you become a student of trying to figure out what it's going to take to make this successful, all of a sudden you'll tweak one thing and you'll see numbers drastically change. And the whole point is to optimize results and get the most you know, money you can or the most profit you can out of your ad spend, get the highest conversions of any landing page funnel or whatever that you want and to sell the most of whatever it is you're selling. So what I want you to understand is you've got to have a different relationship with failure besides taking it as the final word. 
give yourself, if you're going to launch something, I need you to give yourself lots of time. If you're going to do, like I'm getting ready to start webinars here in another couple of weeks, and I'm going to be doing a webinar a week live every single week for a year. And I won't automate it or anything like that until I've done it live for an entire year. And that is going to change how I pitch my products. And that is going to change how many people I can help and how much conversions I can have from the offers that I'm making. And so you have to do the same thing. You have to give yourself a long runway. Don't try something one time. And when you do a half-assed job at marketing it or putting it out there or soliciting opt-ins from it or whatever, you don't get the results you want and then you never do it again. That's what happens most often. But it's not those people that are successful. It's the people that say, you know, I started this weekly thing that I was doing, whether it's an in-person meetup or it's an in-person, a live thing that you're doing. And I'd started it and the first week, nobody showed up. And then the second week, two people showed up. The third week, nobody showed up. The fourth week, eight people showed up. The fifth week, 10 people showed up. And then you begin to see a progression. And before you know it, the 10th week, 25 people showed up. But you don't go from zero to 25 in one week or one month. It's a building process. And so if you try something one time and you say it didn't work, I need more data than that to believe you. You need more data than that to believe you. You need to keep tweaking. You need to keep iterating. You need to keep getting feedback. You need to keep putting yourself out there. And that's the hardest part, because when you put yourself out there, that means people can reject you. And you may just tell you what, there are thousands of reasons to reject anything I'm saying And there's only a few reasons to say yes to something that I'm saying and something that I'm offering. And so we get hung up on the big thousands of rejections that we're going to get instead of focusing on the ones that we're going to convert. And the thing is, all of this stuff, this marketing and building funnels and doing it, it like it, they are tried and true business principles and sales principles that will work in any market. They'll work for any niche and the more you become a student of them and the more you become dabbling in them and you become uh, someone who iterates and begins to tweak, the more mastery you will gain. And then you don't have to put out 117 funnels before you see success with one. You can maybe put out three funnels and one of the three hits and you keep it and the others don't and you keep tweaking them to get them to the point of converting like you need to convert. So I just want you to go back and look at what you've already done, that you've already made a pronouncement about it was a failure or it didn't work. Nobody that's playing professional sports woke up one morning and played at the professional level. What you're seeing when you see somebody play pro sports is you're seeing hours and hours and tens of thousands of hours of practice. You're seeing years of them making sacrifices when no one else was making the sacrifices. You're seeing them having spent years getting up at 4 a.m. to do a run or work out or swim or practice in some way. You're seeing them not have friends and not have a social life because they dedicated their time to their sport. Same with business. You see the big CEOs and the, you know, the, the Warren Buffetts of the world. They didn't get that way because the first time they did something, they hit it out of the park. They got where they are because they took the feedback from the failures and looked at the lessons they could learn from it and then iterated again. And they were unstoppable because they know this stuff works. They know there's a scientific formula for making it happen. Like, I know right now that I will never again launch a podcast that I'm not making money from. 
because I know how to do it now. Many people, they launch a podcast and they don't know how to make money from it. They don't know what to do. So they just do what everyone else who isn't making money from their podcast do. And they wonder why they're not being successful. Don't be that person. Please, for goodness sake, take the failure. Get it out there as quickly as possible so you can begin getting feedback and iterating. And that's one of the biggest, I don't want to say um, revelations a lot of times for clients is when we launch a funnel for a client, we begin driving traffic to it. Like we've got to see a certain amount of data in order for us to even know what to begin tweaking. And if you don't get that data and you don't give it time and you just pull the plug on a campaign or you just automatically say this doesn't work, this sucks, whatever, like you're missing the beauty of what it could ultimately become. You know, nothing in this life is going to be easy. Your relationships aren't easy. It takes work. Your job working for someone else isn't easy. Running your own business isn't easy. But there are things that you can do to iterate and continue to succeed in small bits and pieces with funnels and and other thing offers that you're making that will dramatically, if you just stick with them, they'll dramatically change your life. And so honestly, you need to give yourself at least 90 days of consistently doing something before you even probably have enough data to make a decision about whether it's going to work or whether it's not. doesn't mean you can't tweak it and do some things to improve things before 90 days. But like if you're not giving yourself 90 solid days of doing something once a week, or if you're not giving yourself 90, 90 or more days of doing something consistently, you don't have enough data to know whether it's a success or a failure. And I would even say 90 days is like the bare minimum. Like if you're going to do something, commit to it, do it, make it something that you're going to commit to doing for an extended period of time. And only after you've done it and continue to try to improve it, will you eventually make a pronouncement of this is going to work. I can get this where I need to, or this is something I need to pull the plug on and I need to do something differently. Same thing with a podcast. But here's the thing, like if you have a podcast that's not working, you know, if you don't ever make any changes, you don't ever tweak things, you don't ever improve things, then what will happen is like doing the same thing gets you the same result. And if it's not working, you've got to improve and you've got to tweak things. So as inarticulately as I have stated this in this podcast, I just want you to get the idea that you have to put things out. And I hear it from my clients so often, you know, they'll say, oh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to bother my audience with sales or I don't want to, I don't want to try to sell my audience. My audience doesn't like to be sold or yeah, I tried to get, you know, opt-ins one time from my podcast and it just didn't work. And it's like, you know, if you tried something once, I mean, if you tried walking once and you gave up on it, you would be crawling around on the floor as an adult. You know, if you tried getting your children to obey you one time and it didn't work, which it probably won't, you would be a failure as a parent right away and your kids would be running amok right now and your life would be miserable. There's nothing else in life that you try one time and give up on if you really want to make it happen. And so I think we need to change the way we have a relationship with failure and we need to see it as feedback. You launch something so you can get feedback, so you can iterate and improve and get higher conversions from it or get it to start converting because there's tons of things that can be done. Like launching it is just the beginning of putting something out there and seeing what the reaction to it is so that you can then make adjustments. And a lot of times clients don't understand that you put out a, you know, a funnel and they're like, well, when, when is it going to start converting? Well, we got to get more data. We got to see what people are saying. We got to see what's going on. We got to let the data see where people are falling out of the process. Are they falling out of the process in the beginning of the funnel? Are they falling out of the process when they get to the offer page? 
Where are they falling out? What's happening? And then let's start knocking those things out one at a time to see what improvements we can make. And then when we start seeing numbers move in one way or another, then you can begin making educated guesses about what's going to improve the conversions. I just have seen way too many people try something once (laughs) in a very probably ill-planned and, you know, uninformed fashion. They try it once and put it out there. And then when it doesn't work, they chalk it up and they think forevermore their audience doesn't want to be sold. Well, yeah, if you're sleazy schmuck with the way you do a sales pitch, nobody wants to be sold on that. But if I know that I can get value to my audience and I can get something that they can pay me to provide value to their lives, then it's a value exchange. It's different than being sold. But I'll tell you, I love it. Whenever I get into a funnel, I'm telling you, I'm always looking at the upsells. I'm looking at the one-time offers and I'm always looking at what makes me as a buyer feel like I need it because that is the same exact things that I can use the next time whenever I'm building a funnel to get my buyers to feel that same compulsion to go ahead and get it before it goes away, get it while I can get it at this price, get it while I can get these bonuses because I want my hard-earned money to be spent in the best way possible. And if I can get the most value out of it and get something that will help me in my business, then I'm about spending that all day long. And your audience will be too. So failure is something not to be afraid of. You need to get things out. And if something doesn't work right away, then you need to look at the data and figure out where you can start tweaking things. If I was fishing and I wasn't catching something, first thing I would do is look at my bait. And I would look and I would see, is there another bait I can try? I'm going to try a different bait and put it out there and see if I can catch fish. Maybe I need to move my spot. Maybe I'm in a different place right now that is the fish aren't. Maybe I'm going to look for other clues. Maybe I'm going to look for birds that are feeding on the weed line. And I'm going to go to those birds because I know those birds know where the fish are, right? Those are all things that you can do in your business to make it more successful. But you've got to have the failure. If you never had the failure, you're never going to have the motivation to actually do something to improve and get better at it. So I just want to share that with you because it's something I see again and again with consultations with people. And it's something I battle because... Every time I have an identity, personal identity crisis, every time I go to launch something or every time I go to put something out because I'm afraid of being rejected. You're probably afraid of being rejected, you know, but I also say if you are moving podcast listeners that are never going to become buyers away from you, then that is okay too, because all that does is free up your time and energy that you can put into your audience that is going to become a buyer, that is going to become a part of your tribe, that is going to buy into all that you're doing to improve lives. And that's okay. You don't need to be having your energy and time crowded with the tire kickers and the people that are never going to become contributing members of your tribe. And they're never going to be the people that are going to give you the testimonial because you've made a difference in their lives. So if it repels those people and pushes those people away, that's fine. They're never going to become buyers anyway. So that's okay. I hope this has been helpful for you. And I just, you know, I know it's a message to myself as far as failure goes, because it's something I struggle with. And if I struggle with it, you probably struggle with it. And um, it's funny because whenever you're starting these projects and these sales funnels and these, you know, all these court, you're building courses, you're doing all these things. It's like it's easy to get kind of absorbed in the process of the creating And then you get all the way up to the point of getting ready to launch something and you begin to self-sabotage. And I know it because I do it and you probably do the same thing. And it's because we don't want to put ourselves out there. So if you need some accountability, find some ways to put yourself out there um, and make yourself accountable to other people for actually taking action. Because the more you do it, the better the reward will be for you on the back end. So 
failure is feedback. It's not a final verdict on anything that you're doing. So look at failure as something that you need and you want, because the sooner you can get that feedback, the sooner you can begin making changes, tweaks, and getting people going in the right direction that you want as far as your conversion rates. So Anyway, thank you for listening today. Be looking for some announcements. we got some really exciting things coming up for you down the road. Like I say, I'm going to be, my webinars are going to be coming out very soon and trying to show people how to monetize. I've got a specific framework that I am using to monetize podcasts in 90 days. And so it's the kind of thing that I um, can't wait to get uh, people on board with and doing it so we can have more podcasts that are making money immediately because that means they'll be more sustainable in the long run and we're not going to become, you know, the next joke of a platform or joke of a a career like, you know, blogging or network marketing or whatever else, other things that have sort of a bad reputation in the business world. So anyway, be looking for those announcements because some will be out soon. In the meantime, if you want to join us at our Facebook group, it's Podcast Monetization Secrets Facebook group. Just request to join there and you can also find us at Team Podcast. And if you need to uh, meet with me about anything specifically or if there's something that you need um, me to help you with, you can schedule a call there and I'm happy to talk with you and see what we can do. So until then, just remember, failure is feedback. It's not a final verdict on what you're doing. So I hope that's encouraging to you today and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.